I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast. And I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. Thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. What had been conspiracy theory has been proven to be conspiracy fact. Yes, folks, um, we have had a lot of stuff that has been thrown our way telling us that um, everything that we think is conspiracy theory and everything that we think we know is really not true and and then proven true over the last couple of years. Right, Pat? I mean, it's like, you know, we've talked time and time again about how everything in the Babylon Bee becomes prophetic, basically. And um, yeah. What if I told you that um, today's show is brought to you by the words cover and up, Pat? What what if I told you that? I'd say you'd sound like a conspiracy theorist. What if I also told you the special prosecutor, special counsel in the whole Donald Trump Russia collusion story is breaking that uh, alleged um conspiracy theory and showing us that it was actually a conspiracy from the Hillary Clinton campaign and the FBI and the Democratic National Committee you racist bigot misogynistic xenophobic conspiracy theorist bastard and then what if i told you that um There is a new report out that uh, blows the whole um, lab leak cover-up conspiracy theory to be true. What what if I told you that um, we also have that bit of news? 
You're just spreading misinformation, you bigot, misogynistic, xenophobic, conspiracy theorist bastard. Well, guess what, Pat? Both of these stories are true because uh, let's start with the uh, FBI Hillary Clinton conspiracy. Because according to Just the News and the reporting of John Solomon, who's been on top of this story as well as um, the Hunter Biden story, um, like a dog, right? I mean, he just won't let these things go. But special counsel John Durham, in a new uh, bit of evidence submitted to the courts, has a text message showing Clinton campaign lawyers lied to the FBI while putting the courts on notice that he is prepared to show their uh, the effort to smear Donald Trump with now disproven Russian collusion allegations was a conspiracy, meaning it wasn't just that uh, the Clinton campaign was going to use the Steele dossier, right? Wasn't just going to use these things to politically smear him. They were actually colluding with other groups to do this. <clears throat> In a bombshell court filing late on Monday night, Durham, for the first time, suggested that Hillary Clinton's campaign, her researchers, and others formed a, quote, joint venture or conspiracy for the purpose of weaving the collusion story to harm Trump's election chances and the start of his presidency. Why does any of this matter, Pat? Well, what was the first impeachment of Donald Trump over? Russia, Russia, Russia. Exactly. There we go. Now, according to the filing, these parties acted as joint ventures and therefore should be considered as co-conspirators. Durham, according to Solomon's reporting, also revealed he has unearthed a text message showing Hillary Clinton campaign lawyer Michael Sussman, who we've talked about in the past, right? But... He is showing that Hillary Clinton campaign lawyer Michael Sussman falsely told the FBI he was not working on behalf of any client when he delivered the now discredited anti-Trump research in the lead up to the 2016 election. In fact, he was working for the Clinton campaign and another client. Now, the existence of the text message between Sussman and then FBI general counsel James Baker was revealed in a court filing late Monday night by Durham's team. Prosecutors say that they intend to show that Sussman gave a false story to the FBI, but then told the truth about working on behalf of the Clinton campaign when he later testified to Congress. So what they're telling you in this filing is that the Clinton campaign wanted to get the FBI involved here over something that was made up out of whole cloth to do what? To do what? To kneecap, if you will, the Trump campaign. Because when did this story start coming out? August and September of 2020. Along with, you know, the, the little droppings, if you will, from the Steele dossier to come as well. You mean the made-up dossier? Literally made-up dossier, mm -hmm. correct. Yep, mm -hmm. yep, yeah. Now, the text message says this. Just so you're aware, 
Just so you're aware, these are the exact words in this text message. This is not, you know, somebody putting together a story here. These are, this is the text message. Quote, Jim, it's Michael Sussman. I have something time sensitive and sensitive I need to discuss. Texting to Jim, uh, James Baker on September 18th of 2016. He continues to say, do you have availability for a short meeting tomorrow? I'm coming on my own, not on behalf of a client or company. Want to help the Bureau. Thanks. Now, according to the court filing, they also allege this. The defendant lied in that meeting, falsely stating to the general counsel that he was not providing the allegations to the FBI on behalf of any client. In fact, the defendant had assembled and conveyed the allegations to the FBI on behalf of at least two specific clients, including a technology executive at, at excuse me, a U.S.-based internet company and the Clinton campaign. Now, later on, Sussman, a year later, admitted that he made the FBI approach at the instruction of his client, telling uh, in a deposition taken by then-House Intelligence Committee uh, Republican Investigative Counsel Cash Patel, quote, we had a conversation, as lawyers do with their clients, about client one needs and objectives and the best course to take for a client. And so it may have been a decision that we came to together. I mean, I don't want to imply that I was sort of directed to do something against my better judgment or that we were any in any sort of conflict. So he's trying to to say, yes, I talked to Hillary Clinton and and then we were going to go to the FBI. But hey, I, I didn't do that, you know, um, because, you know, I, I you know, he kind of couches all of this, right? Like, hey, hey, hey. This was that this was not some conspiracy here, but hey, wink, wink, I did this at the directive of my client. N no, no, you didn't. You told a lie to the FBI to get them in the room and then did the client's bidding. Durham, by the way, also told the court that he plans to present evidence that Sussman worked with the Clinton campaign and the tech executive named Rodney Jaffe, who we have talked about in the in the past as well, who was tech executive number one, and others in a quote-unquote joint venture to promote a now-disproven story that Donald Trump had secret computer channels at the Moscow-based Alpha Bank with the Kremlin, right? Because that was the that was the allegation here, that, that they were using the Alpha Bank connection to back-channel communications with the Kremlin, right? Now, the allegations here in the court filings say, as an initial matter, the government expects that the evidence at trial will show that at the beginning in late July, early August of 2016, the defendant, Tech Executive One, and agents of the Clinton campaign were acting in concert toward a common goal, namely the goal of assembling and dis uh, disseminating the Russian Bank One allegations. Again, we know that to be Alpha Bank and other derogatory information about Trump and his associates to the media and to the government. Because remember, this isn't just leaking a story, wink, wink, to the media to try to dissuade your opponent, right? Um, Pat, is this bad? Oh, yeah, this is very bad. 
This is this is this is this is put me in prison in some dark hole in the middle of the earth to never see me again kind of bad. Now, this continues to say um the prosecutor's filing the evidence of a joint venture or conspiracy will establish that in November of 2016, soon after the presidential election, Tech Executive One, aka Rodney Jaffe, emailed a colleague stating that I was tentatively offered the top job, top cybersecurity job, by the Democrats when it looked like they would win. In sum, the above evidence. Public information and expected testimony clearly establishes by a preponderance of the evidence that the defendant and tech executive one worked in concert with each other and with agents of the Clinton campaign to research and disseminate the Russian bank one allegations. This is exactly what we've been talking about, right? This is hard physical evidence that you can't fake. Sure, you could make up a text message, but you can't fake the the ability for that text message to be data driven right like this isn't made up you can make up a screenshot of the text message but you can't make up the data behind it now <clears throat> but now devin nunez was basically run out on a rail for other reasons but run out on a rail because he dared to say wait a minute this was a conspiracy. We also know through hard evidence, through emails, text messages, that it wasn't just the Clinton campaign. It was Fusion GPS, Perkins Coy, Rodney Jaffe, right? In the media. And now it turns out information fed to the FBI who did what? Hmm. Oh, that's right. Remember, remember those two FBI agents who um, just happened to be looking into this? This is literally government, media, tech, and a campaign all colluding together, knowing none of these things to be true in any way, shape, or form, or at least being ignorant to, I don't know, basic research, to do what? To stop a campaign. To attempt to take down a president because why? Now, why does this story matter in 2022, Pat? For me, how this matters is what is the new theory that is out there regarding what's to come of the senile presidency that we are now living in? You mean the presidency that may not be a presidency for much longer? Right. Um, what is the new theory? That this this is going to be a situation of they're going to take their licking in November and the deck is going to get cleared. For whom? Um, Hillary Clinton. This coming out should kill any prospect. However, what do we know about the Clintons? They're weasels. And they will. She, 
regardless of this story being out there, what is she going to do? They think they're impervious to any of this. The chutzpah that she's going to have, she is going to clear the deck for herself, right? She's going to put puppet Kamala up because let's not forget that that Kamala was likely the pick because she is of the Clinton variety. She is a useful idiot to the Clinton side of the Democrat Party, right? She's not of the AOC, you know, squad um, faction, if you will, right? The Bernie Sanders faction of the Democratic Party. And the reason that Joe Biden got picked is because he is of the Clinton side of things as well. So now that we know this evidence, that she literally was attempting to rig an election, not through things that were true or things that you could stretch the truth on, but things that were made up out of whole cloth, this is Watergate times a thousand people. This isn't even breaking in to get proprietary information. This is literally a dirty pool. This is literally attempting to rig an election. But watch Hillary Clinton get away with it yet again. Watch it happen. It's It, it will happen. She will get away with this because why? Ain't nobody going to do a damn thing about it. Well, Just here's, like before. Here's how I think she'll get away with this. Hmm. I didn't direct him to do anything. He did this on his own. They always put themselves at this arm length, right? And they always have the people like Sussman who are willing to take the fall, right? Willing to, to shut up, willing to say, hey, they didn't direct me. You know, Hillary Clinton never told me to do this. Just everybody else around her did, right? They'll insulate Hillary Clinton. They'll attempt to do so. But the fact that her campaign was willing to do this should be an automatic disqualification from ever, and I mean ever, becoming president, let alone school board member going forward. Is there anything lower than school board member in terms of like office? Because I, I, would, I would argue school board members not low. I would say PTO. I, I don't even think that you could say that the school board is low. I think well, it's that, the most that's not local. What I mean. Right. That's not what I mean. It, it, it's not like it's this like low office. I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, is there like a lower rank, like a lower? Like, I'm no. thinking like PTO board. No, because no, these people should never be near political office again. I agree. That's what I'm saying. Like, 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 even the lowest possible public office that you could get, you should be disqualified from. <clears throat> but Pat. Oh, no. no, no we're no, not please. done with don't, uh, don't, cover-ups. Don't but Pat me. We're not done with cover-ups. Oh, are you kidding me? Why? <clears throat> Dr. Anthony Fauci, the U.S. government's top expert on COVID-19. Wait, what? Wait, what? what? 
Hmm? Doctor, no, that's not his name. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Lord, Savior, President, Dr. Anthony Fauci. That's better. Thank you. Was privately urged by former CDC director, Dr. Robert Redfield, to vigorously investigate both the lab leak and natural origins theories of viruses in uh, of the virus in early 2020, only to then exclude Redfield from discussions with world-renowned virologist and wage a PR campaign denouncing the lab leak theory as a conspiracy theory. Vanity Fair, Pat. Vanity Fair. Now, what do we know about reporting from Vanity Fair? It is usually very left-wing. We also know that they, for the most part, do their damn research. Even if it is vanity. <laughs> Which is ironic for uh, <laughs> our Lord, Savior, President, Dr. Anthony Fauci, well, who is that, probably the most vain individual I have ever met. And also, Awful can true. we talk about failing up? You know, we talk about Kamala Harris failing up or doing other things to move up the ladder. Anthony Fauci has got to be the worst virologist in the history of this country in terms of actual results. Because we can go all the way back to the AIDS epidemic, right? When, when, right. It, when you know, he made the suggestions that you could get this from contact inside your home. You could get this from sitting at a toilet seat. You could get this from anything, right? Uh-huh. The, the scare that was put into the American public. Now, I was a little kid when this was going on. Like, I was really little. Um, yeah, I, I, I was I was 88, so I don't know that I was no, even born. No, you weren't yet. even born yet. Yeah. Um, but that having been said, Pat, um, he also put a drug together, right? That was allegedly the cure-all. Uh, oopsies. Um, it turned out to actually do more harm than good for the patients. Um, like people were dying from the side effects, quote unquote, of the medication. Mm-hmm. Um, he then has directed multiple billions of dollars to research on failed, and I mean completely failed, drugs to allegedly cure everything from influenza to H1N1 to bird flu to all sorts of stuff. In fact, I highly recommend going and watching uh, Fauci Uncensored on the Daily Wire if you get a chance. Um, It literally lays out the case of his failures as an actual scientist. His only um, real claim to fame, if you will, has been being able to manipulate and use the media to gain his own influence. That's his only success. Scientifically, he is one of the most inept, incapable failures of all time. And yet, somehow, he managed to become the voice of COVID-19. Which he, by the way, has gotten wrong and right and wrong on almost every subject. 
But the explosive report from Vanity Fair reveals new details of how Fauci and former NI, uh, the, uh, the and former National Institutes of Health director Dr. Francis Collins strongly pushed back against scientists who raised legitimate questions about the origins of the virus, questions that could implicate the NIH's financial support for the non-governmental group EcoHealth Alliance and risky bat virus research in China. Now, ironically, we actually have a paper. Um, from Fauci, talking about the risks of what happens when you do, when you do this kind of research, um, when you do this kind of risky bat research, mm-hmm. um, and what would happen if somebody w- were to get infected themselves. It literally lays out the case for what would go on with coronavirus, with COVID-19. Right. Literally, he wrote a paper about this. And yet we're expected to to believe that multi-billions of dollars didn't go towards um, gain-of-function research. Oh, that's right, Pat. We, we changed the definition of gain-of-function just like we've changed the definition of numerous things throughout the last two years, right? Oh, um, what's, a, what's, a, um, what's a vaccine, Pat? That uh, definition uh, has changed over the last yeah. two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have changed the definition of so many things to fit our Lord, Savior, President Dr. Anthony Fauci's narratives that I can't keep track. Now, Vanity Fair analyzed more than 100,000 internal eco-health documents, interviewed five former staff members, and spoke with 33 other sources. And uh, Catherine Eban from Vanity Fair uncovered how EcoHealth Alliance operated in a world of murky grant agreements, flimsy oversight, and the pursuit of government funds for scientific advancement, in part by pitching research of steeply escalating risks. And we all know about EcoHealth Alliance and how they went to go get a grant, right? They went to go get a a, a grant from one part of the government, right? Hmm. It was like something like 18 million, I believe. And then didn't get it because it was too risky. Then went to a different part of the government and still got it. Now, the report delves deep inside EcoHealth Alliance, showing how the group's president, Peter Daszak, spent years wooing Fauci, at times literally at DC cocktail parties, to win federal support for gain-of-function studies. Now, they will argue that this isn't the definition of gain-of-function, right? We've seen that. Right. Fauci right. argues that. Except for what has happened to the definition of gain-of-function, it's magically changed to, to exclude what this would have been. But at the time that this was being asked, right? At the time that this funding was being researched and, and or asked for, it literally was gain of function. And it still scientifically is gain of function research. It's just that for the bureaucrats, they've changed the definition. They've moved the goalposts. It continues here to tell us that the Chinese lab central to the, um, excuse me, to win federal support for gain of function studies at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, right? This is the place where COVID-19 is alleged to have leaked somehow, some way from. Whether 
you somehow believe that it came from animals to the to the lab to humans which no evidence exists of none there's no evidence that any animal has ever passed this to a human ever there is evidence that humans have been able to pass it to animals right we've seen dogs in fact i you know um i know people who have lost pets to covid-19 um we've seen it move to wild animals from humans not jumping back and forth but jumping from humans to animals now fauci in turn worked with dazic francis collins and other top virologists to lead a well-documented campaign discrediting the lab leak theory all the while never being completely transparent about their potential conflicts of interest Eco Health Alliance received a $3.7 million federal grant in 2014 to study the potential for a deadly new coronavirus to emerge from wild bats in China. The group partnered with the Wuhan Institute of Virology, subawarding the lab $600,000 in federal funds. It's unbelievable. And we all knew this lab leak theory to be the likely origin for most of this, right? I, I just I just have one question. You ready? Is this bad? Well, yes, because <laughs> I, I have a, a sub question to that. Uh-huh. Why do you have to cover this up? Because what we have learned over the past two years is that if you just tell the truth to the American people, they'll handle it. Now, we know exactly why they personally don't want this to come out, right? Because personally, for Peter Daszak and our Lord Savior President, Dr. Anthony Fauci, this be really bad. And um, what do we know about the 40-plus year reign of Dr. Or excuse me, Lord Savior President, Dr. Anthony Fauci? Well, it's all about his personal power. Right. He, yeah, he's he's vain and self-serving, and and I would even argue this: the reason why they they also kind of just covered this up is because they've been personally benefiting from this for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Now, Rod, uh, Robert Redfield told Vanity Fair that I personally felt it wasn't biologically plausible or plausible, excuse me, that SARS-CoV-2 went from bats to humans through an intermediate um, animal. And then became one of the most infectious viruses to humans, right? That's that's been the theory that um, has been shoved down our throat. That see, it was it was bats to another animal, then somehow into the lab, and somehow uh, got leaked out. No, you were actually creating new strains of coronavirus to attempt to put into a bat population, aerosolized. Which, oh wait, that's what SARS-CoV-2 is. It is an aerosolized virus. Unbelievable. It's just the hubris. Just the hubris of these people. So, we've got two of the biggest stories of the last, what, six years? Give or take. Completely and totally full of crap. They're completely made up and completely self-serving for 
arguably two of the most narcissistic groups of people on the planet. Lord Savior President Dr. Anthony Fauci and the Clintons, because I think both Hillary and Bill are narcissists. I mean, I would argue Donald Trump's a narcissist too, but hey. I mean, you know, I, I get what you're saying about the Clintons, but I, I think you have to throw the Bidens in there too. I mean, I, I think that's one, two, and three. I don't think they're necessarily narcissists. I think they're just sociopaths. No, no, no. I'm not talking about the narcissism. I'm talking about of the biggest cover-ups and stories over the last, give or take, six years. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we're there. But basically, over the last week, we've had th- all three of those stories just just explode, like blown to bits. And, and and I have a question. Of all three of those stories, what has happened, and what has been, or or what has been signaled that is going to happen? Well, in terms we know of this. Repercussions. We know this, Pat. Right? Huh. Elect Republicans, and they'll investigate Fauci. <laughs> that might be the only thing. That might be the only Ugh. thing that they do in terms of they'll investigate. Now, speaking of investigations, Pat, um, and cover-ups. Yeah. We we are gonna have another story to talk about when it comes to this tomorrow on this show. Which, oh, by boy. the way, do not forget you can watch on Rumble, rumble.com backslash critical thinking. You can follow Pat and I on social media. I'm at the Coppin Show. He is at the Pat Oni Show. And of course, you can find us wherever your podcasts are. But hey, become a critical thinker. It is $5 a month or $45 for the year. Um, you will get the afterthought, which, by the way, Pat, what are we going to be talking about on the afterthought? We're going to be talking about your uh, favorite mayor, uh, Beetlejuice. Wilma Flintstone. Beetlejuice? Yeah, Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yes, Beetlejuice. Okay. Yeah. Don't say it a third time. Beetlejuice. Oh, she might appear now. That's not going to be good. <laughs> She's definitely making an appearance on the afterthought. But yes, we're going to uh-huh. talk about Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot and uh, gas card giveaways. And apparently I'm also now a prepubescent boy. Um, my voice just broke because uh, a bit, apparently spending six to eight hours on the phone um, does that to you. Yeah, when your voice goes like this, it sounds like you're hitting puberty for the very first time. Okay, Mickey Mouse. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, watch it, groomer. (laughs) (laughs) Now, with all of that out of the way, we got to move on. It is a WTF Wednesday, so let's get to some of those stories. But before we do, are you ready to play the B or not the B? Oh, I'm ready to play the B or not the B. Are you ready to play the B or not the B? I'm ready. Hit me with the headline. All righty then. Today's headline, Frito-Lay unveils Cracker Jill to celebrate women in sports. Just in time for men to take over women's sports. Frito-Lay unveils Cracker Jill to celebrate women in sports. Just in time for men to take over women's sports. Is this the B or not the B? That is the question. And while you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, folks, if you haven't gone to Funly.com yet, please go and do so right now to support American Pride Roasters and DM in DM and his family after they lost their house, what, a month, six weeks ago now? Um, it has been 
uh, an absolutely crazy time for them as they rebuild their home, uh, rebuild their family, and hopefully eventually rebuild American Pride Roasters. So if you haven't done that yet, please go to Funly.com um, and donate to uh, DM and DM today uh, to help them get them back on their feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Frito-Lay unveils Cracker Jill to celebrate women in sports just in time for men to take over women's sports. Is this the B or not the B? Andrew Coppins, your answer. This is a really difficult one because I could actually see this happening. And, and then, Pat, I just have a question. What's next? Mm-hmm. Oreo is going to be uh, an ally to the LGBTQ? Um, they already are. What? Yeah, they already are. I'm going to go with this being the Babylon Bee, though. Are you sure? No, I'm not sure, but I am going to stick to my guns here. Hopefully winning $100 of Dominic Izzle's totally legit, not Ponzi scheme, network marketing agreements. Okay, then. Well, you just gracefully donated $50 to... Uh, what? Dominic Izzo's Ponzi scheme MLM fudge kind type of money. What the um, fudge? Yeah, his, his, that funding for him. You, you totally just did that. This is not the B. What the fudge? Um, to, to be fair though, the uh, article actually starts off with, "Yo, reality is about to put the Babylon B out of business." Mm-hmm. Uh, on. Tuesday, PepsiCo's Frito-Lay announced Cracker Jills will be a permanent member of the snack roster as a way to celebrate who women oh. who break down barriers in sports. It the is snack a will be freaking a- candy. It, Why do we have will- to mm-hmm. masculine or feminize a GD candy? The snack will be available in pro ballparks and via a $5 donation to Women's Sports Foundation. In addition, PepsiCo will donate $200,000 to the foundation. Pat, I just have one thing to say about this. Yeah. Go to hell. Just, Just Pepsi, go to hell. Um, oh, okay. Um. I mean, uh, seriously, what? Why? What, what, do I do I do I get maybe doing this during Women's History Month or something like that? Sure. It tells you why. It tells you why they're doing it. It's about celebrating women and women's sports, Andrew. Then make up a whole new damn candy. They did. It's called Cracker Jills. No, they're the. It's the same as Cracker Jack, Pat. Just with the different packaging. No, no, because it's it, it's not cracker. It's not. It doesn't have the the jack on the package. It has the Jill on the pack. It's now different. Don't you um, understand this? Now, question. Uh huh. The prize inside the cracker Jills are those like just miniature dolls and. You know that's a really, really good question. Um. Because if you put masculine uh, toys in a Cracker Jill, is it just trans Cracker Jack? That's a good point. You know what I could see them doing? Putting like, you know, like, did you ever collect like baseball cards as a kid? Oh, yeah. 
I still have okay. all of them, by the way. Okay, so I can see them putting like like sports cards of like famous women athletes within the Cracker Jills. And then can you imagine someone pulling out uh, Leah, I mean, Will Thomas out of a Cracker Jill package? No comment. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and move on because we know what today is. It's Wednesday, and that means it's time for WTF Wednesday. <laughs> As if this entire show hasn't been a WTF. I mean, when is this show not a WTF anymore? Uh, Seriously, when is it not a WTF anymore? Elon Musk, take me away. Dude, uh, that is probably like the greatest story I think I've seen all week is him taking over Twitter. Yeah, him uh, getting that ownership stake and then Mm -hmm. they save face by, we're announcing we're going to put him on the board. You don't have a choice. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <duh. laughs> you don't get a choice when uh, somebody owns the majority of the minority stake of a company. That, yeah, that, 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 that's not how that works. Who, who's going to take over the majority from him at that point, too? That, that, that's the funny part. So. Oh, you, you beat me by a, uh, by a share. OK, mm-hmm. I'll just buy another hundred thousand shares. How's that sound? <laughs> right. Uh, OK, you ready for the first WTF uh, headline? Before we get there, though, Pat, have you seen the reaction of Twitter employees on Twitter to Elon Musk? Oh, that is actually part of my WTF today. Alrighty then. Why don't we just start there? <laughs> okay, we can start there. That's totally fine. Okay, look at the uh, woke Twitter employees that were triggered by Elon Musk's becoming the company's largest shareholder. Uh, and let's see. Let's see what we got here. Um, I'm actually going to go through some of these tweets. Um, so Andy No was actually uh, re- retweeting some of these, and it it is hilarious, priceless. Um, let's see. Uh, one tweet says, "I honestly can't tell if Twitter employee are happy or worried about the news." Uh, my current statement: stock is up, yay! But what about the company culture? Okay. Well, I mean. Looks like I picked a good week t- to be off. No regrets. And by the way, um, regrets. I-, I have a question. Have you ever seen uh, We Are the Millers? No. Okay. Uh, there's there's a guy in, in the movie that has a tattoo that says "No regrets" with with an A. And I'm 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 just questioning this 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 tweet right here. I'm like, you don't have any regrets? Not even a single letter? Not even a vowel? <laughs> Um, let's see. Um, me trying to enjoy. So there's a there's a picture of a girl crying. Me trying to enjoy the stock price without thinking about why. Um, Elon Musk just temporarily at least made me a lot of money, and I still dislike him. Um, but I think my favorite one was like the uh, the guy that. And this isn't on here, unfortunately, but th- there was a guy that that was like worked on the algorithms for Twitter. Yeah, and he's now resigning because he does not want to work for Elon Musk. Bye. See you, Felicia. Bye 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 bye, mm-hmm. bye bye. Okay, you you ready for your next WTF headline? Sure. <laughs> okay. 
because this one had me laughing pretty hard. Okay. New poll reveals the only news outlet a majority of Americans trust. Now, I'm just curious, Andrew Coppins, do you any idea of what that news outlet would be? The Babylon Bee? No, that's not a news outlet. Wait, what? It's satire. Uh-uh. That's just prophecy. It might be prophecy in some cases, yes, but it's 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 <laughs> you imagine that though? Like seriously, no, think about hilarious. that. A a yeah. a a satirical website has had, had, that's based off of Christian values is now prophecy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Um, uh, um, problem. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, though, do you, do you have any idea of what it could be? CNN? No. No, I have no idea. The Weather Channel. You can't even trust the Weather Channel. A How do I know majority. this? Pat? How many times have you seen pictures of Weather Channel reporters during a hurricane or like, you know, these crazy weather events standing uh -huh, uh -huh. in like, oh, my God, this is. Oh, wait, I'm standing on a box or, you know, something inside of. Oh, wait, it's a parking lot. That's flooded. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> you can't um, even trust the Weather Channel to get you right. Yeah, but uh, a slim majority of 52% of Americans trust one network uh, pollsters, including never cover political issues, according to the poll released on Tuesday. Oh, my God. You can't even trust the Weather Channel, people. No other outlet comes close to YouGov's survey of Americans' new consumers, but one network polarizes Americans along partisan lines more than any other. Do you want to know what that uh, outlet is? MSNBC? Fox no. News? No. You did say it already, but it's CNN? neither of those two. Yes, CNN. Oh. It's not even news. 66% uh, <coughs> of Democrats trust 42-year-old Cable News Network, which transformed into openly invertible foe President Donald Trump and the Republican Party under the leadership of former CNN President Jeffrey Zucker. Only 11% of Republicans say they believe CNN's reporting, creating a gapping, gaping 55-point gap in viewer trust between the parties. A similar discrepancy occurs in CNN's closest rival, MSNBC, which oh, yeah. is deemed reliable by 52% of Democrats and only 9% of Republicans. And on that note, Pat, your final thoughts. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And don't trust the Weather Channel. Please be smart, be safe, be kind. And as always, Matthew 547. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. 
Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.